0: We're going to study a, a little bit tonight, and would you pray with me? Baruch atah adonai, l'hinu, olam, asher kid'shenu b'mitzvotah v'tzibanu la'asok b'divrei Torah. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who sanctifies us with his commands and commands us to engross ourselves in the words of Torah. Well, you know, sometimes Yom Kippur can be a very sober experience. But this year, I've been remembering how Yom Kippur can be a decisive time for us. And our decisive, decisiveness can be expressed with two phrases that may be phrases you've heard me say before. The first one is this, count me in. And the second one is, count on me. And when I recall these two phrases, it, it has an effect on my heart And on my mind, it strengthens my spirit. Count me in. Can you say that with me? Count me in. We say that in a normal way. It's not religious. It's just a normal thing to say, count me in, when we're convinced and we're committed, when we're wholehearted, when we're ready, when we're certain, and when we're decisive and determined. And we say that when we want to be clear. Or we say that when we're invited to something we want to participate in. We say, yeah, count me in. It's a way of being clear. At Yom Kippur, it's important for us to be clear with God and to say to the Lord, count me in. Count me in to your life of faith. Count me in to your body of Messiah. And it's important that we're clear to ourselves, to be clear to friends and clear to family clear to loved ones. We say such words to other people when we want them to know what we've decided when we have chosen. And we say such words to God when we want him to know the same thing. Lord, count me in. Some of you have been trying to figure out what your next step is with the Lord. And it may be this, Lord, count me in. To say to the Lord, count me in. You may be one of those people who's a high holiday person and your heart tells you and your traditions tell you and your experience growing up tells you, you know, it's Yom Kippur, I I better go to synagogue or I I better fast or I better pray. And that stirring in you is an important stirring, but there's more to it because it's not enough just to say at a moment, here I am, it's important to say, Lord, count me in. Count me in. And if your heart resonates with that, if your mind resonates, if your spirit resonates, count me in, is something to say to the Lord. And once you say it to the Lord, it's important to tell those you love and cherish that you've told the Lord this. It can be a difficult thing to say, um, but It's an important decision to make. Every one of the patriarchs reached a moment when they were decisive, and they said to the Lord, count me in. Abraham heard a word from the Lord, lech lecha, get yourself up, and leave your land and your people, and go to a land I will show you. And the Lord... said to him, I'll make you great, I'll make you the father of many nations. And in his own words, Abraham clearly said to the Lord, count me in. Because he got up and he went out to the land. And he, among others, had that type of response that was definitive, it was decisive, and it was clear to the Lord, Lord, count me in. The Lord gave Abraham a direct instruction, lech lecha, get yourself up. It's an interesting thing. Uh, It required action. It required response on the part of Abraham. God spoke to Abraham, but Abraham had to do the getting up and the going. Abraham didn't know where he was headed. He didn't know what the future was going to be or how things were going to work out. He did know he had to leave what was comfortable in order to say to the Lord, count me in. He did know that his trust in God was connected to a future that was uncertain to him but was clear to the Lord. And through Abraham, we learn something that God calls old men. So all the old men who are hearing me, God calls you too. Calls us too. I should say us. No. You, you, you guys. And to the Sarahs, who don't have children yet, we can say God calls the barren. And to those who have to go from one country to live in another country, we can say God calls the immigrants. God has a way of calling people. And many of you can resonate with this because you have heard in your own lifetime direction from the Lord to get up and to go from one place to another. Ruth had such a moment when she said to Naomi, your God is my God. Your people are my people. Where you go, I go. She said to Naomi essentially, count me in. And she went even further She said, you can't get rid of me. When you die and you're buried, I'm going to be buried right there too. Count me in is what she was saying. So we we learn from her that God calls young women and God calls widows, even young widows. God calls the brokenhearted because both Ruth and Naomi were brokenhearted. God calls the devastated. God calls foreigners. This is our story. It's the story of faith. It's the story of the faithful. Each of us comes to a place where we can be decisive and say to God, count me in. And I know that's where some of you are today. Some in the sanctuary, some who are listening later by podcast, some who are watching um, by live stream. And if you're one of those people who's, who's been wrestling with God. That's what Israel means, to wrestle with God. The name Israel means the one who wrestles with God. If you've been wrestling with God and God's been wrestling with you and you've been perhaps trying to defeat him, but you can't, you have that experience that is like Jacob, like Israel, where God is, is getting a hold of you so that you can say yes to him. And if, if you're one of these people who can say, you know, there's something stirring in me. This isn't like the Yom Kippur's of old, the ones that I grew up with. God is doing something in my life. Then I just want to say to you, congratulations. Everything in your life is connected to the decision. And some, some who are hearing this, there's a, there's something you're going through. You are, how can I put this? You have symptoms of believing in Yeshua. Maybe you've even prayed, Lord God, if Yeshua is real, show him to me, reveal him to me. that's a prayer that I prayed. And it got me in a lot of trouble. Which is why I'm here 40 years later, more than 40 years later. Um, But I prayed that the Lord would reveal himself to me and answer this question, are are you real and alive? Is Yeshua real? (coughs) And when you pray with sincerity... Maybe you've, like I said, you've got got some symptoms of faith. But there is an important moment of saying yes to the Lord. Of saying to the Lord, count me in. Count me in. I am with you. And your future, your, your current situation, even your past will be impacted by that decision. When we say to God, count me in. It has an effect on our past because it opens the way for sins to be forgiven. The driving forces of our own personality can be changed. We can receive freedom, and God can welcome us with open arms. And he starts calling us, not only by name, but addressing us in relationship by saying, my son, my daughter." And we can call him Abba, Father, in the most tender of ways. And for sure he's the Lord, for sure he's the King, for sure he's the Creator, for sure he's the Master, but that is not all that he is, he's also Abba. And when you recognize what God has done for you, the grace and the mercy, the love he's shown you by sending Yeshua to us, it changes everything. And when you recognize that in Messiah there is new life, and there's forgiveness, it changes everything. We become new creations. When we say to Yeshua, count me in. And it's not just that I'm a little bit with you, Lord. It's I am wholehearted with you. Count me in, Lord. There's a second decision that goes with it when we say, count on me. Say those words just to hear them. Count on me. When when we say those words, we're saying I intend to be faithful. I want to be dependable. I want to be a, a man of faith or a woman of faith or a boy or a girl of faith, whatever you are. You're saying to the Lord, I want to live for you, Lord. I want to take I want to take in all of the Lord's goodness that I can. I want to take in all of his love that I can. And then I want to serve the Lord, and I want to serve other people. And what goes along with that also is to say I want to be faithful to this congregation and to our calling here at Beth Israel. I want to show others about the mercy of God in this world. Mercy to people who who maybe don't deserve it. Mercy to people who don't think it's even possible. When you say, count on me, Lord, and you, you say, count on me in serving you and serving here, you're saying, I'm going to keep my word. I'll let my yes be yes and my no be no. Count, count on me, Lord. I'm ready, Lord, to be given responsibility and assignments, and I'm ready to spend my time and my money and to use my strength. Everything that I am and everything I have belongs to, To you now, count on me, Lord. And what goes along with that is, use me, Lord. Show me, show me, Lord. Show me what you're saying. Show me what you're doing. Let me hear what you're saying. At, At Yom Kippur, we are facing the cost of sin, and we're saying this, sin hurts us. Sin hurts other people. Sin puts distance between us and God and us and other people. And at Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, we face the fact that we need a sacrifice that can cover our sin. And that's where Yeshua comes in, his life given as a ransom for us. It's the message of Isaiah 53 that we've been speaking about for the last few weeks. Isaiah 53, verse 1. Who has believed our message and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Verse 2 speaks of Messiah. He grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. In fact, he was despised and rejected by mankind. A man of suffering and familiar with pain and sorrow. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and we held him in low esteem. Surely he took up our pain and he bore our suffering and yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But in fact, he was pierced for our transgressions and he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us shalom was on him and by his wounds we are healed. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Isaiah was prophesying about Messiah and he starts with the statement, who could believe this message? It's an unbelievable message that God would come down and and become a redeemer for us and that Messiah would take upon himself the penalty that we deserve. He was despised, he was rejected, he was familiar with suffering and sorrow. He was not just familiar with pain, but he was familiar with suffering, the, the impact that suffering has on our inner person. He was familiar with sorrow, with experiencing loss and mourning and grief. And he was the kind of person that other people don't always have high regard for. And yet, he took up our pain and our suffering. But we thought he was being punished by God and afflicted. And he took all that on himself in order to give us everything he had. All that he suffered was for our freedom, for our deliverance, for our salvation, for our forgiveness. And the reason why we have Yom Kippur as a Messianic community is because all of the forgiveness and all the atonement that was promised for Yom Kippur has been brought into fullness through what Yeshua has done for us. The Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all, of each of us. That was the cost. It was paid by Messiah, and it was paid for us. For many generations, you may know that Yom Kippur was a time when one man, the high priest, brought all of the sins of Israel to the Lord for forgiveness, and his own sins too, and the sins of his family. And during the last generation, when the temple was still standing in Jerusalem, uh, the Talmud tells us that the high priest sacrifices were not acceptable to God. When the Jerusalem temple system came to an end, so did its sacrifices and priesthood. Yeshua became a better high priest. He became the better offering. And by Yeshua we have freedom, more life, more life, life forever. Through him, we have become dearly loved children. Through him we've received and we continue to receive forgiveness. Through him we have been brought into the covenant of God. In him we live and we breathe and we have our being. By him we were created and we're created anew. With him we live now and for eternity. And so what's the right response? It's to say to the Lord, Count me in, count on me. That's what we say to the Lord. We're not just neutral, we're not just indifferent, we're not just passive with the Lord on Yom Kippur. It's not enough to go through the motions. It's important to say and to do that which we are called to do, to say to the Lord, yes, Lord, count me in. Yes, Lord, I will serve you. Count on me. Isaiah 30 Verse 15 has this profound statement. This is what the Sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says. In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. What the Lord has begun in each of us, the Lord brings to completion. My prayer, my hope, is that this Yom Kippur will be a time of decisiveness for us. So I want to say, let each of us have resolve. Be a woman of resolve. Be a man of resolve. As you say to the Lord, count me in. Count on me. Be strong. And say to the Lord, I want to serve you with all that I am and all that I have and all that I will be. And if God has called you to this congregation, be faithful and say, Lord, count on me. Count on me, Lord. Count me in and count on me. I'm going to do my part to fulfill the high calling of this Messianic synagogue and the future. And all that God wants to do through us and through those that he will touch by us. Let's pray, Lord. Let this Yom Kippur be a Yom Kippur of decisiveness for us. Where we can say, as our forefathers and, and foremothers said, they, they said yes to you. They said, Hineni, Lord, here I am, Lord, send me. Here I am, Lord, use me. Here I am, Lord, ready to do your will. And let it be, Lord, that we are people who are rejoicing in you and ready to serve you with gladness. Evduet Hashem Basimcha. Serve the Lord with gladness. Let that be our prayer. Lord, this, let this Yom Kippur, Lord, be a time of forgiveness and a time of faith, a time of renewal, and a time of Kadima, of going forward. Let this be a time where we receive your freedom and your blessing and your provision and that faith that is like a fire in us and that is like a spark that energizes us and moves us ahead. We pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen.